First in the morning, SAFM Sunrise with Stephen Grutis. Well, I don't know if you've ever thought about donating your organs. When something happens to you and you pass on, what is going to happen to the bits of your body that still work? And I'm sure you know this, but if you were to donate all your organs and everything was working, you could probably save seven lives. Well, now a group of people are trying to find a way to encourage people to do this, and they're using artificial intelligence and algorithms to do that. One of the people who's formed a group called Save Seven is John T. Wright. He's a medical student who is behind this. John T., good morning. Stephen, how are you? I'm well, thank you. All right. I mean, we forget sometimes uh, how important our organs can be for other people. What are you trying to do? Yeah, I mean, it, it's exactly what, what you said there. We're trying to spread the word about that. Um, and and if, as a first-year medical student, I encountered um, patients who are in need of life-saving organ transplants. There are over 4,000 of them in South Africa at the moment, and the, the list grows every month. Um, but more than 60 viable organs that could be going to these people are going to waste each and every week. And, yeah, it, it's it's really tragic that that's the case because each and every one of them could have given them a new shot at life. Um, so we set up Save 7 in order to, to try to start to fix that. So how, do, how does it work? I mean, do people need to register? Are you just trying to sort of reach out to people in different ways? Are you trying to attract people's attention? Sure. So th- there are two things that, that people can do in order to, to get involved. Number one, they can register on save7.org on Organ Donor Foundation's website. We've created a joint database um, that all transplant coordinators and doctors can access um, when, they, when they want to um, see somebody's organ donor status. Um, but the most important thing that all of the users can do, all the listeners can do right now, is they can just have a conversation with their family about donating their organs after they die. Because in South Africa, the legal system dictates that that is the only thing um, that we require in order for you to be a donor. It doesn't matter if you're on this database, although it really helps. Um, but the only thing that's going to actually have the final say is whether or not your next kin say yes. So it's really about actually telling, telling the people who, you know, who love you that this is what you want to happen. Yes, 100% Stephen. Sure. I think people find this quite a difficult conversation to have, you know, Jonty. I mean, people don't like to talk about death. That's why so many people don't draw up wills when they really should. Yeah, yeah 100%. And, I mean, especially in amongst the younger generation, which, um, so it, it, when we first encountered this problem, we did a little bit of a community um, outreach in our, in our class and we discovered that, yeah, nobody really likes talking about it and, and for good reason. So when we started Safe Sang, when we tried to make it as engaging and as conversational as possible, um, which is also why we set up the natural language processing engine we have at the moment um, where people can ask it questions that they have about the organ donation system in South Africa um, whether or not their religion allows it whether or not it's going to cost money whether or not their organs are taken while they're alive um, they're not by the way <laughs> and <laughs> and in, in doing so create an easier environment for people to be able to have this conversation to be equipped with the necessary information to, to talk to their family and then we wanted to incentivize them to do that um, so there's, we're, we're not allowed to incentivize people to actually sign up to be an organ donor because sure. there are a whole host of ethical issues with that. But what we are allowed to do is incentivize people to spread information about it and spread awareness about it. Um, and that's one of the ways we're using a couple of algorithms now um, to boost the awareness around organ donation by providing people with rewards, for example, a, a take a voucher or a coffee from Vita um, for sharing information about organ donation sure. via their social media. So they can go and repost any of our content and will be entered into um, a competition. And yeah, through that way, leveraging the exponential power of social media to mm. get information about organ donation out there. And the cause really sells itself after that.
Social media doing something good. Who knew? Um, <laughs> so, Jonty, also, I mean, do you have to be in perfect health to actually be an organ donor? Or can you, be in, you know, because sometimes a lot of people who might be thinking of, of death or thinking of the end will possibly be unwell and worried that they maybe want to do this but aren't able to do it because of their condition. Yeah, Stephen, that is a very good question. Um, the answer that we've um, come up with is to say... Um, don't don't be concerned about your health inhibiting you from donating any of your organs. The doctors will make that decision if and when the opportunity arises. Um, and even if you've got hypertension or diabetes and you can't donate uh, liver, you can always donate um, other organs. So you've got seven life-saving organs. Um, and on top of that, you can also always be able to donate your, your corneas and your bone, give somebody back their sight or another 10 years of life. Um, so everybody listening to this, regardless of... Um, of how healthy you are does have the opportunity to help somebody and give life back to somebody else after they're gone. Sure. I mean, some countries have a system where you are an organ donor unless you opt out. I think there'll be huge opposition mm-hmm. to that, but it's certainly a conversation we need to have. Yeah, 100%. Um, that, would be, that would be a perfect end goal. Um, unfortunately, in a, in a country like South Africa, uh, we've got a whole host of you know, cultural and ethical issues, and um, yeah, there, there are a lot of complexities involved with that. Um, but yeah, that, that would be a fantastic long-term goal for us to be able to achieve. John T. Wright, thank you. A medical student and founder of the organization Save7 at Stellenbosch University.